Good morning, South Florida. It's your girl, Super Cindy. Happy Sunday to you all. Welcome to Community Matters. You already know how it goes down on Community Matters. We get resources, speak to organizations that are doing such amazing things. Head over to 99jamsmiami.com for any past episodes that you may have missed. Because um, there's always, and make sure you have a pen and paper or put the number in your phone. Um, because there's so many resources that we give out that you can use every single day. So I really want you to tune in today because today's show is like no different than the others because we're giving out some awesome information. Um, we are speaking from the Children's Trust to Ms. Danielle Barreras and Nicole Jones. Hi, girls. Hi. So excited to be here. Oh, hey so there. happy to have you guys. Happy Sunday. How are you guys feeling on this Sunday? I'm feeling, feeling great. great. Yeah, I feel so good. Listen, I'm already one cup of coffee in. I'm already one cup of coffee in. (laughs) Okay, so first of all, who's going to discuss, like, break down exactly what the Children's Trust is? Sure. So the Children's Trust is an organization, and our mission really is to improve the lives of children and families in Miami-Dade County. So some of us sometimes hear the phrase, it takes a village to raise a child. Well, the Children's Trust supports that village. So just in the last year, we have spent over $150 million on programs, services, advocating. Think about those summer camps or maybe those parenting classes or even signing up for benefits. The Children's Trust supports all of that. And what's exciting is next month, we're going to be starting to celebrate our 20 years, so our 20th anniversary. Whoa, and with whoa, the children's whoa. High five, high five, high five, <laughs> Children's Trust. <laughs> and... Um, I don't know, maybe some of those that are listening today on this amazing Sunday morning got a chance to participate in some of our family expos. We held three different expos um, in the north, in the central, in the south part of Miami-Dade, just giving families a chance to get ready for back to school and get all the resources that they need. Nicole, did you have a chance? So we're going to break down because we have 25 minutes to talk this out. So um, we're going to break down the family expos, talk about the Children's Trust and the different initiatives that, you know, the Children's Trust supports. Where does the funding come from for the Children's Trust? We can talk about that. And um, also the book club, because the Children's Trust book club, I know I've talked about it to so many parents within my family, outside of my family, because that is such an awesome organization. So we're going to break all of that down. So why um, I've, I've attended a family expo before. And let me tell you something. You get a bag of resources that is out of this it's world. So and you get the best <laughs> pens because I got me a stack of pens last year. But <laughs> but the Family Expo, explain what that is because it's basically all the organizations that the Children's Trust supports and they're all in one place. And the awesome part about it is that the Children's Trust did Family Expos in different municipalities in Miami-Dade County. So can you discuss a little bit about the family expos? Sure. So we want a chance to really connect. We understand that Miami is just so big, right? And people have so many different needs and wants depending on where you live. And so what we've done as the Children's Trust is we've said, let's go into the communities. Let's set up these events. Like you said, uh, Super Cindy, we bring in all the resources that are in that particular community or neighborhood. And then we invite our families, have lots of fun activities and food and performers. Kids come out and perform on the stage, what they've been doing in their summer camps or their after school programs. And so we held them in three different places this past um, July. 
And why is it held before school starts? I, I kind of know the obvious reason, but can you explain why the Children's Trust does that before school? Yes, so that was an intentional, we kind of shifted that over the last few years because families start school and then they say, oh my goodness, what am I gonna do with my kiddos after school ends at two o'clock or three o'clock when I still have to be at work? And so what we decided was let's do this right before school starts. That way all the summer camps and after programs and you know, enrichment and music programs, whatever's available, families can come learn about them and sign them up. And they get all their book bags, all their supplies for their book bags to be ready on that first day of school. You know, I've been on, on radio for 20 plus years and my whole radio career, I've been very active in the community. So when you're saying that the Children's Trust is celebrating their 20th birthday, ow, um, <laughs> that definitely resonates with my career because I've always, my whole radio career, heard the Children's Trust with different things that I've been involved with. And it's just so good that the Children's Trust exists. Like Miami-Dade is so lucky, honestly, to have the Children's Trust and our listeners. You might not Maybe you're not familiar that maybe a program that you're involved in is backed by the Children's Trust and is even happening because the Children's Trust is supporting them. Absolutely. I was going to say, you did ask earlier, how do we even get the funding to be able to Yeah, where does the money come from? <laughs> so that, that is an amazing question, and I'll tell you why. If you um, own a property or you know, your landlord owns their property, if you ask to look at those taxes, that's where the money comes from. Every single person will see the Children's Trust on there. So we get all of our funding through property taxes. This was a referendum voted in by Miami-Dade residents that said, yes, we want to support our families. We want to support our children and make sure that they have what they need you know, for that village. And so it comes from you all. And so we're grateful. And we want to make sure that we're transparent with what we're doing so that you as taxpayers are happy with the programming and the high quality that you're getting for your kiddos. I never knew that, that I'm participating and contributing to the children's trust and that's I'll I'll pay those taxes because I see the work and the proof of the results of all the programs um that the children's trust is involved in like I know that I've done mental health programs that the children's trust backs um for parents mentoring for the children mentoring for new moms like there's a countless programs that off the top of my head I can't remember but I know I've done so many children's trust you know interviews that the children's trust supports and backs and to know that it comes from our property taxes I'm not I may not support everything where the property taxes go but I'm definitely <laughs> happy about it going I never knew that though all these interviews I never knew that so thank you for telling us Danielle well you're not alone in that that's for sure because it's definitely something that people don't realize. And it's, and it's a really small amount when you look at those taxes, it's a really small amount, but it is incredible how when we collectively come together, what we can do as a community. So I'm proud of all of our taxpayers out there that are supporting these amazing efforts for our kiddos. Yeah, so Danielle, I introduced Danielle and Nicole. I'll, I'll break it down to the both of you. But Danielle, what exactly is your role with the Children's Trust? Um, with the Children's Trust? Yes, so thank you for asking. So my role is Strategic Community Initiatives Manager. It's kind of a mouthful there. But what I oversee for the Children's Trust is really our literacy efforts. Um, I also oversee uh, programming related to our high school youth, getting them civically engaged. 
Um, and so, and really engaging with the community. So finding those incredible programs out there that are maybe grassroots that we wanna find a way to support and really bringing them into the fold of the Children's Trust. High five to you, Danielle. How did you get involved with the Children's Trust? Like, were you a teacher? Like, what is your background? You know what? You you got that You're exactly a right. <laughs> so I was a teacher with our public oh, school wow. system for <laughs> about 15 years. And I always, like you, I always heard about the Children's Trust, saw the pictures, you know, the things that they were doing and heard about the book club. And so I participated in all those things as a teacher and as a parent and a mom. Um, and when I had the opportunity and I saw they had some openings, I was like, I am going this way because the, the ability to make an impact is really amazing working for the Children's Trust. Thanks for Go asking. Go ahead, Danielle. Go to your calling and, and high five to you for being a teacher for 15 years and serving our, our community and our kids. We appreciate you. And Thank Nicole, you. Hey, um, love. <laughs> what is your involvement with the Children's Trust? I, I would like to say I am a not only a participant, but truly a supporter. Um, when I started with the Children's Trust, it, I had just had my little one. Um, she's 21 months now, and I was looking for a community. And sometimes you don't really realize what you need until you're in it. And I was like, oh my goodness. And they approached me and I was like, this is so amazing. I'm homeschooled personally. I grew up homeschooled and I understood how important community was and making sure that my, my 21 month old, but at the time she had just been born, I wanted to make sure that she was around books and learning. And one topic with all of my moms was I want to make sure that we can set our children up for when they go to school. And everyone was looking for community. And I was like, what is, what? okay, this is a common thing. So when I heard about children's stress and, they, and we all came together, I said, I have to support. We all need it. And then I start seeing, like I said, the moms, we were all looking for something that we can really set up our children for greatness. So I jumped on board. At, I like a hot cookie. I said, come on, let's go. <laughs> let's push. <laughs> You, you know what's so great about the both of you working with the Children's Trust is the fact that seeing their work in action is what got you working for them. Yes. Like you saw what the, like what I was just saying, and I had no idea what you guys did for the Children's Trust, how you got there. That's why I asked you. But it's like the same thing that I feel, the fact that you see their work in action, you see exactly what they do and the, the initiatives that they support. And then you start working for them. Who knows? Maybe after radio, I'll go work for the Children's Trust too. Come on over. <laughs> we'll be co-workers, girls. Come on over. Okay. So let's talk about one of the initiatives that I love so much that I've literally done a few interviews about. I know parents personally that are members of it after I pushed it, like, go, go here, you know, sign up and all this good stuff. It's the Children's Trust Book Club. So explain... What is the Children's Trust Book Club? Well, I'm glad you asked because I think that our families are going to absolutely love this if they take the time to register. So our Children's Trust Book Club offers free monthly age-appropriate books to all children in Miami-Dade from the time that they're born all the way to their fifth birthday. So the books come, imagine this, a free book every single month in English and sometimes when available in Spanish as well. And it comes with an activity guide. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> A friend of mine, she's Haitian, but her husband is from Nicaragua. And I was like, when she first had her baby, I was like, sign up for the book club. That was like the first time that I had interviewed um, the Children's Trust regarding the book club. And like every month she calls me, she's like, oh, when she was 
the baby was younger. Now she's about two and a half or three. And she was like, Cindy, the books are so like, they're not, they don't rip. They're on a paper that doesn't rip. They can't like, it's so age appropriate each mm -hmm. book and the babies from when they're born in the belly to now they love their books and that builds a child to love books. Especially yes. my little one, she gets so excited. And it, like I do, I allow her to open it. So, cause I yes. want her to be so excited about the book and she'll look at it. And I have to say, I have appreciated those books not like tearing down because they get so excited and they want to fill the books. They want to look and like, mm -hmm. even to this day, she flips open the books, but seeing, and I appreciate the English and Spanish. Uh, she's yeah, bilingual she personally. Listen, I'm a California girl. <laughs> originally so when I came I was like oh my goodness I want my I want my baby to be bilingual so I'm learning my own self and seeing how excited she is to want to learn these words and to and try to read I, all I hear is a little gibber <laughs> <laughs> but I can see it like really progressing and can we talk about the guys in the book like it has helped me as a parent to really know how to not only navigate, mm -hmm. but really to try to make sure I'm hands on and trying to find little ways to really um, educate her in whatever, you know, the, what the book is trying to tell us. And it could be sign language. It can be talking about animals and everything. But I love because she gets excited. I'm excited. I'm learning. She's learning. We're just a ball of learning. <laughs> okay. And I love the fact that you said you let her open the package because that's the same thing my friend does and she does receive books in spanish with her husband being spanish so that's awesome but talk about the guide because that part she never discussed with me what is the guide that comes with the book you get you have your newborn right or your two-month-old or your six-month-old or your two-year-old and you're not quite sure like when i talk to them do they understand the words that i'm using or when i read this book like do they even understand the page turning and what that means and so what we figured out is if we send the books along with an activity guide that's like full color, has tons of activities, it has actual questions that you can ask, and they're all age appropriate so that you kind of know, okay, my baby's two months old. This is the kind of stuff I should be doing with them. Maybe they don't understand the question, but if I sing this song with the book, then they, and I hold them and I cuddle with them while I'm reading this book, and the activity changes and the books change depending on the age. So it really helps our parents to kind of know what should I be doing with my baby or my little one at this time with this book it is so needed uh, trust me I was that mom and I'm still that mom sometimes I'm YouTubing googling I'm like how can I be active at this age and stage and especially now with learning and you know I have my community they were like Nicole what like Ava is so, her my little one's name is Ava she's like she's so advanced what I was like I read to her I read to her but not only do I read, I'm very active. I'm making sure that I'm really engaged and connecting with her. And so I have appreciated my own self. Um, I'm a traveling celebrity hairstylist. So I wanna make sure that even though I may have a busy life, that I'm very active with her. And it has really honestly crossed on over to my community of mothers. They're like, we see the difference. Like you're so engaged, but Ava just knows how to like be engaged with you. I said, you have to. So I know for me personally, I have really appreciated the guides. I'm like, this is a life because you don't know 100% when your child is first born mm -hmm. from versus six months because their brains, you can tell like they're soaking it all in and it's forever changing and they're wanting to learn.
they really do. They really want to learn. So I know I've been appreciative of the guides. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew that it comes with a guide. That, that is awesome. And you know what? All this important information that we've been giving out, we forgot one piece of information, the word free. All free of this is free, people. <laughs> That's our favorite word, free. <laughs> we have a free something now. <laughs> So to qualify, what does what what are the qualifications that you have to have to to get into the program? So there are none except to register. That's it. So it's so easy to register. Um, anyone can register for a child. You know, it could be a parent, it could be a friend, a caregiver. So you're just going to go online to www.thechildrenstrust.org backslash book club. And that's it. You need an email address and you need an address to receive the book, right? Because you want that book to come to you every month with that guide. And as soon as you sign up, you're going to get those books in another month or two. So I definitely hope that families take this and register today. It's www.thechildrenstrust.org backslash book club. And it's from the time the mom is the belly, the baby's in the belly to when they're five years old. Correct. And they can also text. Listen, you know, we're into the technology. Oh, okay, so why do they text? <laughs> you can actually text the book club to register. Um, you can text the word READ or um, LEAR to 786-460-2582. I'm going to say it one more time because just in case you don't want to get online, you can text and you can text READ to 786 Four six zero two five eight two, which is club, and I think that's phenomenal because you know sometimes we get so busy and we're like, oh my goodness, I need to register. Go ahead and text free ninety nine. Just go, go text. Get your child a book. <laughs> so that that means you can do it at anywhere that you are. Yes. And from why do you guys feel that it's so important to start that early? Because they, you know, the Children's Trust Book Club could have started when the baby's one. Why, when the baby is in the womb and the mom is like. The belly showing, okay, I'm going to sign up for the book club. It starts there. So I would say that what we understand is that from the time a baby is in the belly, they're already, they can hear, right? So from the time that a baby is born all the way until they enter kindergarten, as Nicole was saying, they're absorbing and taking in so much and their brain's making all these connections. And so we know that from birth all the way to five, it's just so much rapid growth. And so if we get books in front of these babies from such a young age, imagine the supercharge that's happening to their imagination, the supercharge that's happening to the development of language and like listening, being able to listen and figure out what words mean. And all of this is going to get them ready. I know this is crazy to even talk about when you have a newborn, mm -hmm. but the thought that what you're doing with a newborn can actually help them be ready on the first day that they walk into kindergarten is amazing to me. The fact that parents can actually, I hope, you know, there's parents that know that they don't have to wait till the first day of school to start reading to their children. And I know a lot of the shows now um, are teaching all those fundamental skills before their first day of pre-K. So I think this book club adding on. Another thing I wanted to say is that Nicole was talking about the texting and technology. I, everywhere I go, I see a child with a tablet at the restaurant, at the table, at Walmart, in the car, <laughs> da, 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 da. But I just feel like the importance of a child holding a book is so important. 
It really is. I notice a difference. I try not to, um, Ava personally doesn't have the technology. I try to make sure that she's very hands-on personally. And that honestly, that's been a big topic in my community of um, parents is making sure that our children are really set up for greatness. And my biggest thing is I didn't want her to feel like she had to be in front of technology. Trust me, it's great. It is great. But I feel like when you're kind of in like importing that into your child of here, be excited about this book, be excited about words, be excited about being able to read and touch it. I think I can like for me, I'm seeing I'm seeing a big difference um, with Ava. Like there could be a phone next to her. She's not grabbing the phone. She's grabbing the books. And then not only is she's grabbing the books, she's making somebody around her read the book to her. So okay. I I was excited. like, excuse me, <laughs> don't just stand there. Come read to me. <laughs> and I'm like, and okay. I don't see but even as a parent, it's making me make sure I'm present with her and reading and engaging. So it's helping us both grow and making sure I'm, I am a bookworm, my own self, but it's just seeing her and developing and seeing her, her passion right now for books. She's about to be two. And um, I know that's like one of the biggest thing for her is like, she loves books. She gravitates. So I tell people, get Ava a book. <laughs> Okay. Not another so, <laughs> something that Nicole said made me think. So I want to share something with you. 15 years ago, no, more than that. 20 years ago, when I walked into my first classroom, I had a kindergarten class and I'm a brand new teacher. And, you know, I, so I say to everybody, okay, boys and girls, I need you to get your books. We're going to, and it broke my heart because I had several children kindergarten first day. They had never been in formal schooling before and they didn't know which way to hold the book. Mm. And I, I was so shocked. Right. I mean, I just thought, okay, these kids have books at home or, or so we take it for granted that they know do. how to just open a book. We yeah. do. So it's, a, it, it bring, I can't, it gives me goosebumps right now to even think of little Ava at two years old, taking a book and being able to open it and know to turn those pages, right. That's a sign that she has had that opportunity. So here's the thing though. Some parents might be listening to this and saying, well, sometimes I'm riding the bus or I'm waiting in the doctor's office and I don't have a book with me. And if you do have your phone, you can use your phone to find the audiobooks and still interact with your child. So I don't want parents to feel like, oh, I'm not doing the right thing, you know, because I don't have a book everywhere I go. So we can use technology in a way that can be helpful. But I will say a technique that I did early on was take those little indestructible books, like you were saying, Cindy, the ones that don't break that everybody loves and throw that in your purse and bring it with you everywhere. So if you're waiting in the doctor's office or, you know, for a friend to come pick you up, you have that book that you can open up for your little one. And the and books from the book club are size appropriate, like yes. for whatever age, the, they don't rip, the size is perfect and everything. So that I love as well. Mm -hmm. So we've been here speaking to Danielle and Nicole representing the Children's Trust, the book club. And again, I want you to register. It's free. We love this word free. Mm -hmm. So it is free and it is for babies in the belly all the way to their five years old. And to register, all you have to do is head over to thechildrenstrust.org forward slash book club or book hyphen club. Yes. And you can register there. And then also you can either text it to 786-460-CLUB, which is 2582. And you can either text read or leer, which is read in Spanish, 
and you can register both ways. There is no excuse. And every single month for free, from the, the day the baby's born, all the way to the age of five, the baby will receive a free book. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> yes, that part. It's been such a pleasure to talk to you this Sunday morning, giving out all this information. Again, high five to the Children's Trust. High five to the both of you working with the Children's Trust. Because we don't realize what an impact it is until we have these type of conversations and right. everyone has an experience of their own. True. So it's good that we got a chance to share it to the listeners and motivate them. Go to thechildrenstrust.org to find out about all the other resources and programs that they offer because they are so many. I'm excited. Thank you so much for having us. And let's come, please come together as a community and let's help our children. Yes. yes. Thank you, Danielle. Thank you, Nicole. It's your girl, Super Cindy. 99 Jams Community Matters. Have a happy Sunday.